Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hello and welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple. I'm super excited about today's episode. We're going to talk about transitions and how they help you to stay present. Why I feel like this is so important is because what it does for you when you get this right, it helps you to simplify mentally. We often find ourselves with so many things going on in our mind, so distracted and overwhelmed and what when we have these transitions and we really understand how this can help us, we're going to find that we're more present, we'll find that we're less distracted, and we'll find that we do the things that we are meaning to do when we mean to do them. So I hope you'll find this very helpful. It's really some simple things that you can do in your day that will make a big difference. So before we dive into that, I have a review here, the review of the week from Blue Fire Phoenix, who says, Chanel always has the best advice and she's so fun to listen to. So thank you so much for that kind review. I appreciate all of you who listen and who take the time to leave a review. If you haven't yet, please go ahead and do so. I would love for you to be the next reviewer of the week. Okay, so let's dive in then to this idea of using transitions in your day. So in my day, I use a very loose time blocking system. And I think if you think about it, you'll find that you sort of have this too. Maybe yours is a little tighter. Maybe it's a little looser, but it's kind of something that we all have naturally. So a time blocking system, the actual, when you get into time management and you talk about time blocking, it's setting aside certain chunks of your day for certain things. So from 10 to 12, I'm going to be working on this project. From 12 to 1230, I'm going to have lunch and so on throughout your day. Well, as a mom, I feel like it works a lot better to have a very loose time blocking system because there's a lot that goes on in the day. And so I'm going to just explain how this works for me and what this looks like in my day to help you get a a good picture. So I wake up and have my morning routine before the kids are, are out of bed. Then when they get up, I start doing the things that I need to do in the morning to get them out the door. That involves some housework, dishes, getting them breakfast, and then driving them to school. I'm left then with one one child at home and so we have a couple hours and so that time varies but there's you know it's Carter time so it might be reading books it might mean going out and getting exercise it can look a little bit different sometimes it means I'm cleaning the house while he's playing toys and that's fine too but I know that that for example, would not be a good time for me to schedule a podcast to be interviewed on because I have a five-year-old running around. It wouldn't be a good time to schedule anything that I need quiet for or, you know, things that are going to take me out of the home or away from him because I still have a five-year-old. So that's what that time looks like. Then he goes to school And that next chunk of my day is when I do things like podcasts, when I am doing my work and getting things done. And then when they start coming home in the afternoon, that's my kid time. That's focused on helping with homework and hearing about their day, 
just being present and ready and able to be there for whatever my kids need, whether that's a ride somewhere or just to talk or specific help. And then we get into the dinner hour and family time in that evening time. And then when the kids go to bed, it's husband and wife time. So that's kind of loosely what my day looks like. Now, each of those periods of time have a different focus. And when I know what that focus is and what I want it to be, it really helps me to be where I need to be. So for example, in the afternoon time when my kids are home from school, if work tries to sneak in there, and work is sneaky, it does sometimes, it wants to sneak in there. If that happens, I'm not being, in in my mind, I'm not being super intentional with that time. I'm half in work and half in kids. I'm not very present in either way. Sometimes, in order to get out of that distraction, what I need to do is just get out a piece of paper and a pen and just get all the thoughts off my mind so that they're there and saved and I can work on it tomorrow. Sometimes that helps me with being present is to train your mind to know, okay, I'm going to get to these thoughts later, but now is not the time. So that's one thing that helps me. But let's dive into this idea of rituals and routines to help with each of these as we go throughout our day. So rituals and routines really send a signal to your mind of what is this time for? What am I supposed to be doing right now? Now, the number one thing that takes away from you know, knowing and doing what we're supposed to do in the moment is probably our phones. You'd probably agree and see that that's true in your own life. So I have a couple ideas with the phone that I do to help, but one of, so phones are one way that we get distracted, but the other way is just not being clear in our minds. And so that's what this idea of transitions will help you to do. So here are a few to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. A few transitions that I've used. When my workday is done, for example, I like to listen to my life vision. I have an audio recorded and it goes through my life vision, which just is a thing that I've written that talks about what do I want for my life? What is big picture, the things that I want to have happen in my life, the person that I want to be? I often listen to that on the way to pick up my son from school, and it helps me to shift. For one thing, because I do it regularly, my brain knows, oh, okay, we are shifting from work time to family time. And I've trained my mind to know that. The other thing is it reminds me what's really important in my life, big picture. And so instead of trying to do one more thing and one more thing for work, it keeps me present with my family because I've just listened to in my own voice me saying how important my family is to me. Then when I'm tempted to go and do something for work, I can remember that and say, you know what? That's not the most important thing right now. That's not what I need to be doing. That's been a really helpful one for me. Another thing that helps me with transitions is using different physical spaces and using different devices for different things. Those are kind of related, so I'm going to share those together. So for example, most of my work day, the things that I do for work, I do at my desktop computer in my office space 
and I keep that, you know, the work things in that specific space. So that also means even though I have a computer in front of me with internet access, I try not to use this computer for things like scrolling Facebook or ordering stuff for the family on Amazon or things like that. I have a different device in a different location that I use for those things. That sends a signal to my brain. This computer is not for me to come and hang out and waste time and, you know, see what everyone's up to on social media. The laptop is what I use for that kind of thing and also for family things. Like I mentioned, shopping on Amazon or doing the banking, those kind of things I primarily do on the laptop. And I can know, you know, that's out with the family. If I am looking up school stuff for the kids or whatever, it's more of interactive. I'm not, it's, they aren't things that I need quiet and focused attention for. And so I have a different device. One way that I've also used this idea of different locations and different things on each device is with my phone. I try, now I don't always do this perfectly, and probably I don't know that there is a perfect way to do it. We need our phones, they're useful to us, right? They're really great, but I try not to have my phone constantly by my side when I'm at home. That means I'm not always the easiest person to get a hold of, and that's okay with me. I don't mind that one bit. So a lot of times I'll leave my phone in the other room. But on my phone itself, I actually, I don't have Facebook. I do have Instagram, but my Instagram has, I follow very few people on Instagram. Really just people that I I choose to follow for work purposes, and that's about it. And if I really, if I, okay, let's say you love Instagram and you're hearing that and you're like, whatever, I want my Instagram on my phone. The way that if I found Instagram being a distraction, but I knew I still wanted it in my life, the way that I would do that is a couple different ideas. Either I would put Instagram on my phone, but put a time limit. And maybe because our phones are so great, right? They can do this. Maybe I would time block, okay, during this hour to this hour, that's the only time I want to be able to check Instagram at a certain time of day or a certain time limit, which our phones do. Or I would put it, for me personally, I would put Instagram on my laptop. I would set up a whole different account with people that I could follow because I have to have it on my phone for work. And that's what I would do so that I have a certain device and I knew, okay, this is when I have time to just scroll through Instagram. This is where it will be. Because for me, having access to that on my phone, it's so easy to just check it when I really should be doing other things. And that's the whole idea of what I'm talking about today. Where are those lines getting blurred? You're supposed to, you have decided, you've determined this is the time that you want to spend with your spouse, but you find yourself cleaning up after the kids or helping them with their homework or whatever is coming up. What transitions could you put into place that would help you to stay more present and more focused? So I've given you a couple ideas. Another idea that we heard from a church leader many years ago that I thought was great is when the kids go to bed to spend the first little bit of time after the kids are in bed connecting as husband and wife to sit together on the couch to hold hands to just be close physically so that you can connect and that's a powerful transition because it says you're important to me you know my my marriage relationship is important to me I want to be with you 
And it gives you this time to just be together. And it it sends, it starts that nighttime, that mom and dad time, we call it over here, or husband and wife time, where you are just together. It transitions you into that, away from the time with the kids and the busyness of the day into this time focused on you as a couple. So those are some of the things that I've used. Brendan Burchard, who wrote High Performance Habits, he has a cool, he has a couple cool things that he does. One is every time he sits down to work, he has some kind of a mantra, he says. And I, I tried to look it up, but I couldn't find it. It's something like, I'm ready to work. It's something very simple, but he, as soon as he sits in his chair, he thinks that and just sets himself up for focused, intentional work. Another thing that he suggests is something called a door frame trigger, which means that every time you walk into, it could be your front door, it could be your kitchen, it could be whatever part of your house, you have a little thing that you repeat in your mind. One thing that I thought of a way to use this is let's say bedtime, getting your kids to bed, that bedtime is really stressful for you. The kids always want one more story or they whine or they get out of bed. As you go into their door, their door frame, that door frame trigger for you, you think as you walk through it, calm and patient calm and patient, right? Or you could think, take time to connect. Whatever you, however you want to show up in that moment, that doorframe trigger helps you to do that. It helps you to transition into, okay, I'm walking in the front door. You know, I want to show up connected and happy or whatever your words are. They could look really differently, but however that looks like, whatever those words are, you say in your mind and it helps you show up that way. It could make a really huge difference and it transitions you into where you are now. Instead of going into that space, still thinking about the thing you were doing before you got into that space and being half there and half here. And that's the thing that we're trying to avoid. Simplifying our minds means that we need to be in one place. We need to be present wherever we are. It's a it's a muscle that we have to exercise. The more that we can work on this, the more we're going to learn and grow and progress. In our church, we recently, we were, because of COVID, we were still meeting for only an hour and a half, which meant the second hour which was Sunday school or priesthood relief society was only a half hour long. And because of walking in the hall, it was about 20 minutes of a lesson time because of announcements and everything, 20 minutes. We recently have gone back to two hours. And so our lessons are 50 minutes. I can see that everyone is struggling to pay attention for that long. It's it's hard to keep your mind present and focused. And so whatever you can do to weed out distractions, to be present where you are, to take a deep breath and just be where you are is going to be really powerful. It will help you to get rid of that overwhelm. It will help you to get rid of that distraction when you use these transitions. Now, the most powerful routine that I have is my morning routine. That's something that I start with every single day and helps transition me from sleep to wakefulness and helps to start my day and helps me to show up the rest of the day the way that I want to show up. So if you don't have a great morning routine yet, the place that I suggest you start is with my morning routine checklist. This is a free download you can get by visiting me at 
Chanel Nielsen Coaching on Instagram. When you go there, just click on my bio and get the morning routine checklist for moms, which will walk you through some simple things that you can do to start your morning right. Let me know how this has helped you and what you think of this idea of transitions. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Need some help making your mom life simple? I offer group coaching programs using my four-step method called the Mom's Method. This is a process of manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification that will give you the balance, progress, and joy you're looking for. Visit ChanelNielsenCoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Chanel Nielsen Coaching. I love to hear from you. Reach out with your questions, your feedback, and let me know how I can help make your mom life simple.